0: I continued the same patterns over and over again. Um, I would feel anxious, I would bury those feelings. I basically would not let my myself feel anything because I was afraid of opening Pandora's box. So I didn't feel angry, I didn't feel sad, I didn't particularly feel happy unless I was just really having a good time doing something. But I just didn't have a lot of emotions. They were just not happening. But a lot of that was because I was so repressed that I was unable to access my emotions. Are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to The Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passion entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I can step into my own power shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach people all across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, my hope is that The Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hello friend, welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp. I am your host and I'm really glad that you're joining me. We are just at the beginning of a brand new series called the Authentically Me series. This was actually something that was born out of just my desire to share my own personal transformation journey with you. And there have been many, many times that I wanted to share parts of what I have been going through over the years, but it just really never felt like the right time. And I'm really honest with you. I just did not have the healing that was necessary to fully be transparent about some of the things that I have personally gone through and how it has manifested in my life, into my relationships, into my business, and into you know my life in general. So I made a decision to open up about some of the different things that I have struggled with personally and share on them over the course of these few months of uh, the last few months basically of 2023. And so today we're gonna be talking about a topic that for a really long time was something that I struggled to share with anyone. <laughs> I didn't even want to admit it to myself, let alone talk to anyone else about it. So. We're going to be talking about anxiety, depression, mental health, and how it impacts our lives and how it impacts our entrepreneurial journey. But before we get into that, I really want to encourage you, if you have been listening to these episodes and you're like, oh my gosh, Andrew, this is just really hitting home for me and you wanna connect on a deeper level, I wanna invite you to join us every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because we're going to be unpacking different topics from these you know, podcast episodes in Courage and Conversations. It's a free connection group that meets Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And trust me when I say you are going to meet the most incredible humans within this context It is um, just such a beautiful time and I absolutely love hanging out and meeting people that listen to the podcast. So you are welcome to join us anytime. I will leave the link in the show notes for you so that you can sign up and I'll send you the Zoom link and we can connect for Courage and Conversations. Okay, so I, I wanted to start today's episode by asking you a question. And I know this one is going to maybe rattle you a little bit, but the question is, do you ever feel like you are so completely in over your head that you're unable to make any decisions that will move you forward? Okay, so it's so funny that I asked this question because I literally just got off a discovery call with a potential client. And the exact thing she said to me at the end is she said, I can't make decisions. Is that a thing? (laughs) And it is so a thing. When we are in a state of overwhelm, and our nervous system is in overdrive, it becomes so difficult to make decisions that will help us to move forward within our life. So Yes, you know, that is a very, very normal thing. So I'm wondering, are you in a place in your own life where you are also struggling because you feel overwhelmed? You feel as, it, as though you're in over your head and you're just struggling to keep it all together, let alone grow a business or make an impact or have the life that you truly desire to live? I'm going to share with you about a time in my own personal life that felt really, really dark and heavy. And this was a time where I was dealing with a lot of anxious thoughts. And I have to say, it it was probably one of the most debilitating experiences that I think I've ever gone through. It was a period of time in my life that all of a sudden, uh, I just couldn't seem to... M- to do anything. I I was so uh, in my head. I was not, you know, I just felt like everything was too much for me. And um, even at that time, I don't think I really shared much about it on social media, because that's just not who I am. I just don't talk about things that are happening in real time like that. But honestly, you know, even admitting to myself that I was struggling with anxiety and that I was experiencing bouts of depression was something that I didn't even want to admit to myself, let alone talk about with anybody else. But I know that I am not alone. I know that now, especially on the other side of it, that I am not the only person. In fact, here's a stat that really actually kind of shocked me. Over 75% of entrepreneurs struggle with mental health issues and 56% of them are actually diagnosed with anxiety, depression, or stress-related problems. That stat blew me away because I thought, okay, for sure, there are a lot of people who are feeling anxious and overwhelmed and are struggling within their business, or struggling to really move their lives forward. And they think, okay, well, if I just, you know, get another strategy, or if I just do another thing, or if I just try harder, then it's going to solve the problem or fix the problem. But really, until you do the inner work to help yourself release those beliefs about yourself, you will continue to struggle with anxiety, depression, and other stress-related issues. Now, I wanna say this. You know, I personally have not taken antidepressants. That is not how I wanted to address my own anxiety. It um, was something that I really thought about, and I was offered by my doctor not for reasons of stress, actually completely different reason, but I declined taking antidepressants. And here's the thing that I want to say about that. Everyone is different and everyone's needs are different and beliefs about how they're going to get healing is going to be different. So if someone comes to me and says, I'm on antidepressants, you know, and we're going to do the mindset work. I have no problem with that. Like you do you. In a lot of ways, I think that some people need antidepressants at the beginning when they really feel in over their heads because they cannot seem to get themselves to a point to be able to even do the work. And a lot of that is because their nervous system is dysregulated and they are in a state of fight or flight. And so being able to understand how to do that, how to regulate your nervous system, really being able to shift that for themselves is so important. And the hope is that you are then able to get off antidepressants and you're able to be able to combat, um, all the things that you're going through yourself in a way that serves you to move forward without medication, which would be awesome. Right? So, um, I just want to say that as a caveat because I know that that might be a question that people have. But in a lot of cases where it is not, you know, where medication is not even needed, a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with the fear of failure, um which causes a lot of stress related anxiety, the fear of, you know, I'm not really sure what's going to happen, so everything feels uncertain you know, the finan- their finances and am I going to be able to make enough money to support myself, support my family, to pay my bills, the thoughts of rejection, not being good enough. And all of these are different, um, I guess, mindset issues that we can face that are rooted in something that has happened in childhood. Now, I know that seems a little bit crazy, but it is very true. So a lot of the reason why we have a fear of failure or uncertainty, or we don't think that there's enough, or we're not enough, or we fear rejection, all of these things are because we have a subconscious belief that is running the show. So until we shift that belief and we rewire the neural pathway and start really leaning into a new empowered belief and creating a new way of being, those beliefs are going to keep popping up. So it doesn't matter if you have success or if your business takes off or if you all of a sudden meet the love of your life, then it's likely those things are going to keep on surfacing until you deal with them. And that is kind of what happened with me. (laughs) It was like, oh, we're going to get your attention. So um, I want to just share a story with you. So, when I was uh, gosh, probably I would say 18 or 19, maybe a little older, I'm not really sure exactly what age I was, but my mom was diagnosed with clinical depression. Now, this was in the 90s. So, uh there was a huge stigma around depression and mental health issues like you know, all of the things. So much so that it was really difficult for me to tell anyone. It almost felt like something was really wrong with my mom. And now, like, I have to say she was a real trooper because she dealt with it like, like she owned it. Like she really did in the sense that she was not ashamed of it. She talked about it openly um, and she really did what she needed to make it through in her own life. And she went on antidepressants, and um, that was how she was able to cope with her own uh, depression. Now, there are probably a lot of underlying reasons why it was surfacing in her life, but the way it manifested was through her workplace. And I'm not even going to go into that specifically but it's so interesting to look back on that now because probably a lot of the subconscious beliefs that my mom carried as a child going into her adulthood and really showing up while she was working probably had a lot to do with the things that she believed to be true about herself that began from the the age of 0 to 8 years old which is very similar to any of us who are dealing with things they surface in adulthood, but they start in our childhood. And in a lot of cases, they are generational or their past life. So they are things that have been happening for a very, very long time. So this is what my mom was going through. But when it came to me, I was away at college. I was embarrassed. I have to say, like, this was like the worst possible thing that could have happened to me like i just because i just needed everything to be perfect in my life and i i was living it (laughs) I i was living in some sort of a delusion let's be real here but um i i didn't realize that you know there were probably things that were happening in my own life that were causing me to have those same feelings and there was a potential you know possibility that I was you know trying to stuff all that down as well while my mom was struggling with her own anxiety and depression but my first bout of depression came when I was a senior in college so it was a couple of years later when I found out that my college boyfriend had cheated on me the summer we were um away from each other and it was such a painful experience um basically, he was supposed to fly in and see me. He called me the night before and told me that he wasn't going to be coming to come and see me, and that um, he wanted to break up. And then he told me that he was dating a girl he had met that summer. And then he told me he wasn't even returning back to the school that we were both attended. Like, it was like this, like, I don't know, like gut punch and then a kick in the gut. And then it was literally like, what? Like, have I been living under a rock? The really, I guess, crazy thing was that the beginning of the summer... Um, I had had mono. And I'd had mono from spring when I was in college into the beginning of summer. That boyfriend had come to visit me where I was. He actually had brought me home because I was so sick. I wasn't able to drive myself back from Missouri to Ontario. And then we were separated because he went back to Colorado and I was at home in Ontario recuperating and then finally working. And at the end of the summer, he breaks up with me. And so there had been a lot that I had physically gone through as well throughout that year and now emotionally going through. So it was a really hard time for me. But I remember my mom telling me um, a couple of days after it happened, she's like, you've just got to get up and get going. Like, you've got to get back to work. Now, I'm sure that there was a reason why she did this. I'm sure there's a benefit to it. The one benefit was that I did get moving and I did start to get my life back together. But the problem became that I didn't process uh, any of those emotions. I just shoved them down and I buried them like I had done pretty much everything else my whole entire life. So when I got back to college, I was feeling great. In fact, uh, you know, all the people knew that we had broken up. Of course, he didn't come back to college. And so everybody was asking why. And and it was one of those things where people were saying stuff to me like, oh, i um, I'm so surprised you guys broke up, but to be honest with you, we were surprised you were together in the first place because he just didn't seem like he was a great fit for you. And anyways, as it turns out, my senior year was phenomenal. I had such a great year. He wasn't at the school, but that is when I started my first therapy session with my very first counselor, really outside of uh, a family counselor that we had had years prior to that. And It was such a good experience for me to work with her that it literally inspired me to eventually go back and get my own um, master's in counseling because I loved the experience so, so much. But one of the things that happened was I was able to talk about how, you know, what was going on, but I really wasn't taking any kind of ownership in any of it. It was just like regurgitating you know, this is how I'm feeling, this is what I went through, all of these things, which talk therapy does and and does in such a great way. But it didn't get to the root of the issue and root out what was really happening, which is what I truly needed, was to root out those beliefs in my life. And so fast forward to 2014, okay, so this is many, many, many years later, I continued the same patterns over and over again. Um, I would feel anxious. I would bury those feelings. I basically would not let my myself feel anything because I was afraid of opening Pandora's box. So I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel sad. I didn't particularly feel happy unless I was just really having a good time doing something. But I just didn't have a lot of emotions. They were just not happening. But a lot of that was because I was so repressed that I was unable to access my emotions. So in 2014, when I left full-time ministry, I really went full-time into my own business. I've talked about this before. Basically, it was a gong show. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I ended up just like... Basically, spinning my wheels for years because I really didn't know what I was doing to grow a business. And I really at that point was when I started to struggle more and more and more with my anxiety. And it kind of came more into the surface. A lot of that was because I had a lot of time on my hands. I wasn't working full time at a job. So I was, you know, making my own hours, trying to figure everything out. And it just really wasn't. Uh, I wasn't in a place where I felt very stable at all. Now, during those moments uh, and during those years, it felt like my life was falling apart. If I'm really honest with you, like I felt so financially unstable. I lived with my brother in his condo in Toronto, which I had lived with him for a while, but I was working full time, loving my life, enjoying things. But all of a sudden, I felt like I was trapped, like I couldn't get out. I didn't have anywhere to go. Um, I wasn't making enough money to survive living on my own. And I was actually going through a faith crisis as well. So there was a lot of things going on. Now, as time went on through that period of time, I ended up going to another church. And I talked a little bit about some of this in a previous episode about my own faith deconstruction and religious and toxic um trauma that i had experienced but during that time i started having panic attacks and that really scared me there were a couple of moments where i had them like uh, at an event i had one uh, in the middle of the night and so much so that it was so awful i had to get up and go outside and go for a walk cuz it was it was the middle of the night in downtown Toronto. There was one particular time that things I was so like like I just was out of my mind. Like it was just I don't I don't know how to describe it any other way than that that my brother was having friends over, I couldn't sleep. Um, it was just it was so there was so much going on that I literally left the condo got in my car, drove to my friend's house who lived like 15 minutes away, went into her shed, got the key to her house and snuck into her basement and fell asleep on the couch and texted her in the middle of the night saying, I'm on your couch in the basement. Like that was how much I just was not myself. Okay. So this was all kind of occurring, right? Everything was just imploding in my life. I felt very insecure and financially unstable. Um, My mental health was gone to the dogs. Like it was just a whole big fat mess. And I was smiling through it all. Everything was fine. I was putting on a good show I didn't want to admit it to a soul that this was happening. Of course, I had an underlying belief that there's going to be something wrong with you if you suffered with anxiety and depression or struggled with it. It was a whole thing. So one of my friends, Ruth, um, who I went to church with, she invited me to go to a seminar that her dad was putting on. And I had had an opportunity to meet her parents before. They were so lovely. Her dad was a psychologist and um, did really, really phenomenal work. Anyway, so we went and sat in on one of these seminars that he was doing on mental health. I thought, oh, this is going to be so good because I'm actually going to um learn some new things that I can that will help me with my own clients. <laughs> well anyways he ended up talking about you know anxiety and depression and how to know if you are suffering with anxiety and depression he put one slide up and i started reading it and he said if it has gone on longer than to be honest with you i can't even remember the time frame but definitely this was me um i think it was like two years or six months i don't know what it was i'm making up i'm making up time um if it was longer than such and such a time, then you probably are struggling with depression. And I was like, uh, well, yeah. I mean, how about years? Like, this has been going on years. And I'm in and out of it, in and out of it, in and out of it. Of course, I'm. this is all stuff that's going on in my head at the time. And um, I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh. I am struggling with depression. I do have moments of anxious thinking. And I have to tell you, I don't know what happened at that moment, some sort of like freedom, I think, but I literally felt like a weight had lifted off me, like it was okay. And I, that was when I started my journey of healing, really, when I started it, because before that point, I really didn't I didn't want to admit it, number one. But number two, I wasn't sure what to do with it. I thought the only way out of it was, you know, to deal with it similarly that like the same way my mom did. I didn't want to do that. I thought there was such a stigma. Who would want to hire anybody who had suffered with anxiety and depression, like like you know, isn't that the thing that I don't want if I'm a coach and in the helping industry? Like, it was just this, all of these things, right? So anyways, needless to say, um, when I started to take a look at what was actually happening, I was like, yeah, this is like textbook. I, I realized that I had definitely had anxious thinking patterns. I was indecisive. I lacked focus. I was consistently overwhelmed with almost everything. I feared being successful. I feared being uh, having any kind of failure or anyone perceiving me as a failure or not being perfect. Um, there were all of these things that were happening in my life at this time. Now, I know I've kind of laid a lot on you so far in this episode, but I want to say this, Uh, if you have ever, ever struggled with anxiety and depression, you understand that it really doesn't matter like what anyone else says, because it's almost like there's just like this big tornado just swirling around and you're just kind of lost in it, being tossed around within it. And it can feel like the most excruciating experience because you never know when it's going to end when you're just going to literally like be on the floor and just kind of be like, what the F happened here? And that's how I felt. And when I finally, you know, kind of came to terms with the fact that it was going on, and admitted it to myself was really when I started to be able to do the inner healing work. I remember reading a book at the time and thinking I need to change my beliefs. I had no idea how to do this. Um, it wasn't until a little while later that I was introduced to the Neurocycle, and that is basically how I rewired my own limiting beliefs by using an app that Dr. Caroline Leaf has basically created. You can go onto your your app thing on your phone and you can download it. And you can go through the exact thing that I did to shift my mindset. Now, as time went on, um, I started seeing like just really amazing success. And I was like, I'm doing this by myself, and this is working. And so of course, I started looking into different other modalities, like NLP and time te- time techniques. And, um, you know, what did hypnosis or EFT have to offer? And, I got certified doing that because I just thought, oh, this is really cool. This would be another modality to add to my tool belt. So like all of these things, you know, I was getting certified in and learning about. But as I was getting certified in them, I was also putting putting them into practice in my own life to get the healing that I needed. And uh, I just really started seeing a huge shift, a huge shift in my life. I went from feeling so anxious all the time to really being able to support my nervous system and shift those limiting beliefs and completely creating new empowered thoughts. Now, this does not mean that I never had another anxious thought again, but what it does mean is that I have been able to, Know when it's happening. I'm so much more aware of how I feel, how my body feels, um, when it's coming on, when I might have potential to feel um, any kind of anxiety coming on me. And I'm able to navigate it and take care of it quickly because I have the tools to do that. And I see entrepreneurs all of the time that are struggling with different mindset things. Because of the stigma around needing to have any kind of help and needing someone else to be able to come alongside of them. Because we're in this, uh, you know, time where it's like, oh, you should be able to just fix yourself. You should be able to just be okay. And a lot of the times it takes somebody else walking alongside of us to really see how we can be supported to have the transformation that we need in our lives and how it will positively impact our business, our family life, our finances, so many things, how we feel about ourselves. Like, you know, I see my clients that are struggling, um, you know, all of the sudden you know, have these breakthrough moments because they're able to finally see themselves for who they are, not for the thoughts that they have been thinking about themselves. And, you know, maybe you've been in that place in your life where you're like, I don't know, do I have anxiety? Is this really happening? Like these thoughts are, well, if you've struggled with anxious thoughts, you've maybe thought something like this. Maybe you only see what you want to see. Maybe you feel like you're an imposter or a fraud because you don't really, you know, look at yourself as as though you have it together. Maybe you have been hanging on to something for too long and you're not able to let go and release that thing. Maybe you fear change because you're not sure what's going to look like on the other side, or you fear not being successful. And so all of these things. Anxious thoughts are being worried about what is coming or the potential of what's coming. Depression is dwelling on what has been. But both of those things are equal in the sense that it can keep us from being in the now. And not until we have the ability to support our nervous system and to really be in a place where we can feel safe to process these things are we fully able to really transform our mindset and that is where I had to get for myself in order to really see things change and shift in my life and I have to say like there I I look back and go I had so many people and so many modalities that helped me and I remember thinking at the time like oh, do I have to learn all of these things? But honestly, friend, I'm so glad that I did because now when I'm working with my clients, I have access to so many different modalities because everyone is different. And sometimes you need something different and we need to readjust and change in order to support you in a way that really, really works for you. So um, when I look back now, it's been a gift to me. It didn't seem like it was at the time. But I can honestly say I'm on the other side. And I am so grateful for the work that I've been able to do in my own life, and how I've been able to help others as well in their journey of healing and transformation in their own lives. So my friend, I just want to encourage you if you are struggling with anxiety, and you're struggling with, you know, just really feeling overwhelmed and stressed out. Maybe you're like, I don't know, do I have like, full blown anxiety? just do, do I have anxious thoughts? Like, I don't even know. Friend, I'll tell you this, it really doesn't really matter what it is. What matters is what is going on underneath the surface? What are those thoughts that you're thinking? What do you believe to be true about yourself? And how can you shift that perspective so that you can start to see the truth of who you are and live out of that truth and if you're in a place where you're like I have to do this this is for me I encourage you to reach out and connect with me about how that is possible for you And right now I have a very special one-on-one container that I'm offering through the months of October and November called Authentically Me. This is for the woman who feels like she has been beat down in life and is not really able to trust herself and really desires to have that transformation that I've been talking about over the past few episodes. Now, this container is a six-week container where we will be talking about how you can cultivate self-trust and self-love and how you can start making decisions that serve you and really light you up and really stepping into your power in a whole new way. So if that is something that interests you, there will be a link in the show notes for you to find out more information about that. And I'm so excited because this coming Saturday is our very first live event, our live podcast recording and gathering at Leaside Studio in Toronto. I am so, so excited about that, seeing you in person and hugging you and just being able to share um, some time with you. We're going to be recording a live episode. This is an opportunity for you to gather with like-minded women and really to create genuine connections And so if you're interested, there may be tickets available still. So I will leave the uh, link in the show notes for you as well. It is $49 for the event. And I hope that I can see you there. But I will tell you all about it next episode. So thanks for hanging out with me, friend. Until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely.